Hello everyone and welcome back to To Heaven To Roll. Uh, really quick, I wanted to thank everyone that reached out to us during this first week of release. There has been an overwhelming amount of support and we are super, super thankful for it. We've had great endorsements, memes made from the show, and far more downloads than we could have anticipated in our first few days. Seriously, friends, this means so much to us. Thank you. As before, if you like the show, even just a little bit, make sure to go over to iTunes and give us a review or share the episode over on Twitter or Tumblr. As a side note, the website is now mostly prepared. We have a character sheets page with custom art by Tyler Strayan and character sheets designed by Reddit user DarthMall28. Not designed for us, we just love them. Uh, we have a sound credits page on there, much of it automatically generated by the lovely people at Sirenscape, which continues to be a great way for us to do sound effects on the fly. We are now live on Spotify in addition to iTunes and Google Play, link in the description if you choose to get your podcast that way. I also know that we are on Overcast if you prefer that. Uh, we're looking into a few more distribution platforms as well, and we'll let you know as soon as those are available. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk about the mechanics of leveling up. However, uh, that talk ended up being super long, so if you're interested, I'm putting up my script for that as a blog post instead, and that will be on our Tumblr, uh, to .tumblr.com. Uh, if you're interested in the nitty-gritty of how Pathfinder rules work and how I've made some adjustments. And so now you don't have to listen to me lecture for, uh, like, five minutes. And of course, uh, no one wants that. You want to hear us play Pathfinder. So, on that note, here's the show. So it looks like from the map here, we're actually not too far from the uh, from the guard barracks or the guard tower, tower barracks, barracks tower, guard barracks tower. Yes, guard tower barracks. Yes, the place where the guards live <laughs> or work or live and work. It's not clear now. I believe everybody is properly leveled up. Um, just to confirm, I was allowed to add new spells to the spell lists that, or to the spell slots that got added upon leveling, but the other ones are still spent. Correct? Yes. If okay. you've got a if you've got a uh, spell slot that has already been spent so far, um, that is gone. All right. Um. Now it is evening. If you wanted to quickly take refuge in a tavern you probably could um, <laughs> no i uh, i don't want to take refuge in a tavern while i am carrying around a severed head in a box that makes sense i feel like that would give people the wrong impression <laughs> yeah it probably could Look, these people covered in blood came into the tavern and the, there's something in their bag so that smells like rotting flesh um, so I just, just for bookkeeping reasons, I have added one new spell slot to Unia and two new spell slots to Damien. Yeah. Um, Damien. What do you have prepared into those spell slots? Damien has, uh, so, um, so Damien got a new cantrip to prep. He okay. has prepped Mage Hand, Ooh. uh, or, or Detect Magic. I don't remember which. I think Mage Hand. 
Um, and in his first level spell slots, he has prepped Celestial Healing and Shocking Grass. And for Unia, uh, they got one new spell slot. I have prepped for them one more use of Cure Light Wounds so that they can do <laughs> cleric things. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> um, um, I think they also got a new cantrip. Uh, I believe it was Mending. Uh, so I've had them. So they have used mending to repair Ophelia's thieves' tools. Great. I assume you did that before coming outside. Yes. You know there Great. was there was plenty of downtime when we were looking at stuff. We were identifying things. Yep. We were talking to the kid. Things like that. So sounds good. Alrighty. Uh, so so you step out onto the street, and the first thing that you see is a wing of five hippogriffs right riding up like flying overhead with all speed toward toward castle corvosa as they as they go over you actually one of them uh rains blood down on the street gross and and then you watch as that hippogriff sort of wobbles and crashes into a building oh jeez yeah Oh my gosh! Did uh, Damien is just gonna check? Uh, he's gonna pat at his head, at his head, in his robes. Uh, did Did any of it get on me? Did any of it get on me? Um, and uh, Siren is just gonna turn to him and go, "Sweetheart, you're already covered in blood." Taking its rider and itself to a messy, bone-crunching demise. Oh my gosh! It actually crashes into a statue. Oh, a statue of what? Um. Uh, Got a knowledge nobility. Knowledge history. <laughs> this is this is you going, shit, 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 shit. I need to pick somebody. <laughs> uh yeah, let me roll I'll roll knowledge history. Unia's got a plus four. A eleven. <laughs> Unia, not great with the knowledge checks. Let's have Damien roll as well. He's got a plus five. Uh wait, hold on, wait, what did you get? You got an eleven. Yeah. It crashes into a statue. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it is a statue of Queen Domina. Damien um, got a natural 20 for a total of 25. <laughs> yeah, it is a statue of Queen Domina, the monarch who preceded Eodrid Arabasti II. Mm, who is dead, leading to the current anarchy. Actually, the there were also, actually so, with a 25, the mother of Eodrid Arabasti. Wait. Uh-huh. I thought nobody who sat on the Crimson Throne produced an heir. Nobody who has sat the Crimson Throne, has produced an heir. Eodred was born before she took the throne. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, he must have been freaking old. Yeah. <laughs> he was quite old. Well, um, maybe maybe this is the first death that doesn't have anything to do with the curse. There was a little bit of lore that I, I discovered between sessions, actually, that was that was kind of fun, but has nothing to do with the adventure path. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it has something to do with the adventure path in that you found we found a uh, caveat for the uh, curse. Yeah. This is like, like no man of woman born can kill me or something. It's yeah. like, I had no a one- C-section. No, yeah, no one, no one who has sat the Crimson Throne has produced an heir. <laughs> well, she hadn't sat the Crimson Throne when she produced an heir. It's that darn 
birth control they keep rubbing into the cushions. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. So uh, additionally, one of the things that, that you did was you turned your attention to this brooch that you acquired, a brooch belonging to Queen Eliosa. Ah. You know that there is a bounty out on this brooch and that the queen wants it back as it was stolen by, I believe, one of her handmaidens. Ah, uh, and, and or somebody. Yeah, and then Gadrin got it. Yeah, somehow. Somehow, Gadrin probably involving killing people. Um, uh-huh. Or maybe involving a child, slave, grabbing it on the street. That is on the docket for things to do, but I really think that we should prioritize taking the severed head and this lost child to the guard tower and reporting what we did to Gadrin so that we don't get found with a rotting severed head on our person and no explanation. <laughs> All right, I'm going to grab... Uh, do you guys... You guys don't have a token that you can move around, do you? No, we do okay. not. I'm just going to take Unia's token and just drag it on to here. Yes. Uh, bu- 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 also, I imagine that... Um, Damien was just parroting, like as he saw the hippogriff hit this, um, this statue. He was just like, "Oh, that's a statue of Queen Domina." The blah 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 blah, and nobody is really listening yeah. to him. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, there are people with torches and pitchforks uh, down the street. Yeah, I feel like maybe going to the castle at this very moment is a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. I just maybe we can find a way to get there that isn't in the middle of a mob you know okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see maybe maybe we can get there uh, more easily from uh, field marshal avenue or something like that Possibly. more directly from the guard street rather than like walking through i don't know residential areas where there are people trying to loot things anyway oh you would also you would also know uh, having turned your attention to the brooch that there is an a uh, there is a reward available of 1200 gold oh the brooch is worth 2000 gold if you want to if you were so inclined. So inclined to, yeah, not not feeling particularly inclined in that capacity. Okay. Uh, I don't want to try to find a fence in this uh, environment anyway. Uh. <laughs> All right. So you were out on the street. The hippogriff has crashed. It was a statue of Queen Domina, who technically had an heir, though she didn't produce an heir. <laughs> This, these are the important parts of, of what's going on around you. Look, also, it is wizard, critical for me to understand the entire context before I make a decision. Also, a wizard just blew up a, a, a shop uh, down the street to oh. the north. Oh. Um, uh, that, that very much, if you are looking to be a vigilante of some sort, um, has a big old skull over their heads. Uh, <laughs> Let's go south. Let's go south. Yep. <laughs> Uh, which coincidentally is the uh, way to the guard tower and okay. also to Zalara's house, which I suppose we could walk by on our way there. You could. Um, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Zalara's house, house is along the way. If you want to do stop back. Yeah. In. Yeah. Just like peek um, in the windows or something. So as you are walking, it's time for some things. Uh-oh. Uh, right. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me see. Now now I feel like I'm walking in a cave full of Zubats, uh, and I'm just like, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? I don't have any repels. So, um, let's say you probably get to... which? What direction are you taking, actually? I am uh, going down uh, Warehouse Way. Down Warehouse Way. Yep. Until you get to Guard Street? 
Yep. Okay. Uh, so I would say probably about here. As, as you are sort of like weaving your way through these crowds, some of whom are just are just uh, yelling back and forth between each other. There's a few brawls in the street that you can easily avoid <laughs> because they're more interested in fighting themselves than they are in fighting you. Good. Uh, you managed to take a detour uh, around one of the larger scuffles. But as you are doing that, uh, a hand reaches out and grabs at the first person in line. Uh, who would the first person in line be? It would be either Unia or Lenore. Okay. I'm not sure which. Probably. I'm, I'm going to roll a d4 then. Um, evens will be Unia. Odds will be Lenore. I would say Unia is the odder one. As you are walking, a hand reaches out from the darkness, grabbing at you. The eye of Grotus has turned from the boneyard to look upon Corvosa. We, we sinful people have been judged, and now the end is nigh. <laughs> uh, who, who did he grab? Uh, at Unia. Ah, uh, Unia sort of rests their arm away from him. Oh, actually, what is your CMD? Oh, uh, hold on. Twelve. Oh, yeah, he has you grappled. <laughs> and immediately dies! <laughs> uh, well, uh, can I roll something to try to get out of the grapple? That isn't escape artist, because Unia has a minus three armor check penalty. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, you may you may roll a, you may either roll escape artist or make an oppose CMB check. All right, what um, is their CMB? Um, there are some ways you, that I am still. You will, sort, of, sort of looking at you. You will near death in Corvosa's darkest hour, a time of great sickness and peril. This event will usher in. An age of writhing doom. Writhing doom. Love yes. it. Um, He's a wild hair and sick looking lunatic. That'd be a uh, roll with a plus two bonus. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> oh. He still holds on to you. Just going, you, your fate is dark. I can see into your future. Darkness, sickness, and as he says sickness, like a little bit of spit like hits your face. Remove your hand from me. Make an intimidate check. Uh, I have a bonus to intimidate when it is uh, dim light or darkness. It is dim light or darkness. A natural 20 for a total of 23. As, as, you, as you say that, he sort of shrinks back into the shadows. Oh. Save yourself from your grim future. I have already been saved. <laughs> have you heard the word? <laughs> and with that, the man is gone. So we are going to Zolara's home first. Ah, you're going to Zolara's home first. Yeah, so I guess we're going down this little street. You take a tiny detour. Just to see what the mm. deal is, because we definitely met somebody there, and we definitely ate food, and WTF. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you you get there to find uh, the door is not locked. Oh, um, all right. You open it to find that the home seems to have been abandoned for weeks. There is no sign of the food, the wall hangings, the rugs, 
or Zolara herself within. Mm-hmm. The furniture is in pieces, scattered throughout the room under a thick layer of dust, disturbed only by the footprints and evidence that the party themselves left on a previous visit. Damien sort of sneezes in the dust and says, this isn't how I remember it looking at all. Can I do some sort of knowledge check to figure out if this is some elaborate scam or if there's some magic at work? You could do like a knowledge arcana. Knowledge arcana? Uh, or knowledge religion. Okay. Uh, um, Damien can do knowledge arcana. Mm-hmm. I will have him roll. He has a plus eight bonus. I'm Damn. Just, I am just burning all of my natural 20s. You're burning 20s. all your 20s on the, on the useless knowledge checks. On the useless checks. knowledge checks. Um, okay. So, so uh, yeah. 28. <laughs> yeah, you would gather, this could have been easily masked with a powerful enough illusion spell, even like major image. Um, now, what could have cast that, mir- that major image? Um, it's hard to say. It's not unheard of for restless spirits to have access to magic. Uh-huh. Sometimes, in especially in places that were very important to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would note if somebody had been living at this house for a very long time and then died a violent death, they might be able to manifest a portion of their spirit here. Ah. So Damien, Damien is spouting this off, uh, occasionally sniffling and sneezing at uh, the dust that uh, has been raised by opening the door and letting in some air. Uh, and... Siren is just going to sort of lean in through the door and go, are you saying that there's ghosts here? <laughs> uh, y- yes, I think. And uh, Siren just sort of backs out of the door and is like, let's let's go somewhere else. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> like Zoink Scoob. <laughs> is there anything to note? Is there is the Harrow deck here? Um, no, no, actually, no, you found the Harrow deck uh, right, in right. the box with the severed right. head. Right, duh. It's uh, been a while. <laughs> Damien will cast Detect Magic and look about the room. Looking about the room, uh, you detect no magic. All right. Um, the only magic that you would detect uh, with regards to uh, Zalara is from the Harrow deck. All right. Yep. That is a magical Harrow deck? It is a magical Harrow deck. You detect divination uh, I believe a bit of necromancy. Uh, so we're going to take our uh, our found child and our severed head yes. <laughs> uh, down the rest down um, warehouse way the rest of the way until it um, intersects with Guard Street, and then we'll proceed down Guard. You will note that um, that established out to about a block away, there is a perimeter of guards um, that have that have sort of like like aided by Hell Knights. Who have sort of established this this secure area around Citadel Volshianic. Uh-huh. Um, and is as you approach them, uh, there would be like basically there's barricades set up and uh, guards sitting with a checkpoint. And some very angry commoners about yelling at the guards. Oh, turncoats, chiliacs, worshipping bastards. Stuff like that. Ah. Um, this being because the queen uh, is married in from uh, Chelish royalty, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know that you know a whole lot about it. Um, from their yelling, you can gather that the, that Queen Iliosa is from West Crown, which yes. is a city in Cheliax. All right. Uh, you would 
you would all kind of know that Queen Iliosa has not been very popular ever since she was married to King Eodred. There's been a lot of people talking about how she, oh, she's a gold digger, or she's just, <laughs> she's, she's just this dumb, this dumb floozy uh, who, um, who like, like a child bride almost. I believe she was 17 when she married King Eodred. And King Eodred was an old fart. Old. Ugh. So there's many. There has been. There have been many scandals surrounding Queen Iliosa, and she is not a popular person. And. Because there have been so many scandals, it is quite widely known that Queen Iliosa despises the city. Uh-huh. And now um, she... And now she is in charge of it. Is in charge of uh, it. And so, notably, a lot of people quite upset about that. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Queen Iliosa has been quoted in many tabloids and such as calling Corvosa a backwater reek and stuff like oh. that. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Maybe she and Unia would get along. <laughs> but she has the strongest claim to the throne, and so now she sits the iron the iron throne. The the, iron now she throne. Sit, now she sits the crimson throne. And she will never have children. <laughs> uh you meet the guards there, and uh the guards uh will instruct you to stand back. Um uh Siren is going to push her way forward. Excuse me, excuse me. Um, we're here to report a series of crimes. We just took down one of the Undercity's biggest crime lords, and we have a series of things we need to report. The guards sort of exchange looks like, uh, well, uh, we're, we're a little busy right now, but if, but if you're just reporting that you've actually taken care of something, uh... It, it, it's taken care of, right? It's taken care of. Okay, if uh, if that's all, then um, yes, uh, you may come through. Just we're we're not currently in a position to be investigating other events, as you might have noticed. Yeah. Uh, please. Uh, and one of the Hell Knights escorts you. Uh, Hell dressed, Knights. Yeah. Uh, dressed in this very large. Dark armor starts escorting you toward Citadel Volshianik. You are led into an office where there is there is sort of a, a line of people who all seem to be kitted out as adventurers. <laughs> um, there's probably about 12 or 16 people here. Uh, and, and there is a clerk uh, behind a barred window. Uh, just sort of talking to one person from uh, the first group of four, roughly. <laughs> they they uh, exchange words and some coin is handed out. So is there is there a line? Yeah, there's a line. All right. Um, and and uh, the people in front of you sort of look back at you and they go, so uh, what'd you do? There's like a, a very nicely dressed man with a lute across his back, uh, and uh, and a and a white haired man with two swords. <laughs> hey, <laughs> these people sound iconic. <laughs> um, um, the the man with the lute g turns to you and just goes, "So, what have you done this day? <laughs> a fine day for questing, isn't it?" Everybody, you know, everybody's a little tired out. Um. Ophelia, uh, in, still in Siren persona, speaks up. Yeah, we just killed Gadron Lamb. Barn, so. And freed all the kids. The the guy with the loot just sort of goes, Oh, Gadron Lamb. 
nasty sword him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. We fed oh. him to his own alligator. That's remarkable. Where was this lamb hiding out? I've heard rumors. He was living underneath a fishery. It was pretty gross. Hmm. An ignoble death, to be sure. Yeah. Like I said, we fed him to his own alligator. <laughs> the, the man with two swords just, just goes... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He totally deserved it. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, we also discovered evidence of a murder. Next. <laughs> oh, that's us. <laughs> Bye. The two of them just sort of go up to there. Uh, the man with the two swords leading his horse, of course. <laughs> what is a horse doing oh, they also here? Have, they also have a sorcerer with them, it looks like. The sorcerer is quiet. And scantily clad. And scantily clad, as all sorcerers <laughs> must be. Um, I'm just trying to remember what the iconic sorcerer looks like. She's she's Frisian, right? She's got white hair. No, uh, sorry, I'm describing uh, I'm describing the Witcher characters. <laughs> so they they go up and they have a brief exchange of words. They hand over some some goods, and the guard uh, thanks them for their service, uh, and uh, gives them a reward. And you are called upon. Ah, uh, the wonders of role-playing games, where you can role-play standing in line. <laughs> it's basically like the DMV for adventurers. Taking a number. <laughs> there is a desk desk clerk. Uh, it is a man, probably in his like late 30s, early 40s. <laughs> He's dressed in a guard's uniform, sitting there, just like, all right, what, what deeds do you have to report? <sighs> Oh, we have plenty of deeds. Uh, and Ophelia is going to take out the box. Do you want the severed head we found here or somewhere else? Oh, um, um, uh, you can leave it with one of the paladins. They're over there. Excellent. Thank you so um, much. You didn't sever the head, did you? Absolutely not. Okay. Also, okay. um, we killed Gadron Lamb and released the children. He was holding as slaves. Gadron Lamb, so you pull, pull opens, opens a cabinet, it's got like these reams of parchment that he sort of thumbs through, Gadron, Gadron Lamb, Gadron Lamb, Lamb, Lamb Lar, Lars, Lyle, Lyle, L Lamb, here we go, Ugh, this is all out of order, uh, okay, Gadron Lamb, uh, known criminal squatter, um, drug peddler, Damien, Damien from the back goes, oh, right, yeah, uh, also, uh, and hands over the, uh, the case full of oh, shiver. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let's not hold on to that. Yep, uh, that, that's, um, that, that's, that tracks, uh, known producer of shiver. Um, all right, let me take, in, like, let me take a stock of this. Uh, let me see. I believe what we can do for you for this, uh, 500 gold to get it off the street. Yes. That sure, sounds sure. That, that sounds great. All that right, sounds great. Because otherwise, we'd have to arrest you for possession of shiver. How about we don't do that? All right. So, five hundred gold to you for possession for for possession of shiver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will pay you in platinum crowns. Uh, are there any other ill-gotten gains that you wish to dispose of here? Mm -hmm. Items acquired from. Oh, if we were to report the missing brooch here would they escort us to the castle good question <laughs> you could do a knowledge local to see like sort of 
what you think the guards would do. Yes, I would love to do that. Um, Damien! Before asking, essentially. Because, like, you know, this place, not the greatest in terms of not being corrupt and stuff like that. A total of 26. Um, you gather that the Corvosan Guard is more or less loyal to the crown, and if you were to tell them, they they probably wouldn't, like, shake you down for it and take it or something like that. Given the circumstances, it doesn't seem like they would probably have anybody to spare. All right. Um, you can ask, though. Damien uh, will come forward after having rooted through the bag for more things. Um, and he, uh, you know how somebody who has never had any theater experience tries to be sneaky? Yes. Damien sidles up to where Ophelia and the guard are standing and like very furtively pulls this brooch out of the bag and goes, <laughs> I hear people are looking for this. Uh, to the guard? Yeah. Uh, he goes, oh, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, we'd have to get it authenticated, but that, that looks like the queen's, uh, the queen's brooch. Uh, this was in Lamb's possession? Yep, yep. Well, um, uh, well, the instructions are to deliver the brooch directly to the castle, so uh, we wouldn't be taking it here. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have anybody to spare to escort you, but uh, I would recommend going to the castle with all haste. Oh, darn, the queen I guess has been looking for this. We're going to have to hope that we make it to the castle alive and don't get lost or anything and keep this. If you want to wait out the night here, you can until things have cooled down, hopefully, in the morning. Oh, no, I think we'll be fine. Uh, or you can go on your own. I think we can handle ourselves. And uh, uh, at this point, um, Lenore, who has just sort of been watching the two kids interact with the guard, is like, is anybody going to tell the guard about the kid who is currently sitting on her shoulders? Hello. I'm just a child. <laughs> oh, right. He came with us here. Um... Maybe he should stay here. Um, we're not really equipped for so that the orphanage. rioters or the people who are stomping through the streets with torches and pitchforks don't hurt an innocent child. Uh, we'll watch him for the night. Thank you. But if you don't collect him. We will, we will turn him over to one of the orphanages. You gonna stay here, kid? Be good. Don't get in anything you shouldn't. I, I, I don't think there's anything I shouldn't get into. Well, I guess the guards will have to deal with that. I can get into all kinds of places on my own. How about you? I'm just, almost like a young rogue. How how about you um, just spend a little time relaxing, resting? Take the take the night off. Okay, uh, I am I am kind of tired, but I it's it's dangerous out there. Are, are you going back out? Yeah, we're going back Will out. You kid. come back. Yeah, we'll come back. Okay, we're gonna come back in the morning though. Okay. Okay. And um, he gives you a hug. Oh, thank you, Unia. I knew, I knew Aridin was right about you. That you'd come and save me. And at the mention of that, like a few of the guards, like like sort of here, like the fuck, of like, course, looking at him, looking at him, like of course, child. Thank they, you they all sort for of look at your you. faith in me. 
they all sort of look at you like, are, are, what sort of lies are you filling this child's head with? <laughs> Damien turns to Unia is like, actually, uh, I've been meaning to ask about that. And Unia sort of sighs and pinches the space between their eyebrows. Could we perhaps talk about it another time when the city is not in ruins? Yeah, I guess. All right. Uh, is that all? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Thanks so much. Um, so also, yeah, we'll just hand over like the we'll hand over the ledger and the severed head and the golden ingot, uh, the gold ingot bearing the Chelyax coat of arms and the crown and um, the Kraken carving. Uh, hold on. I have about 1300 for the things that we have properly appraised. Um, so. Yeah. And also um, you or um, Lenore would like to hold on to the symbol of Shellen. Okay. And uh, after some brief bookkeeping, we have uh, offloaded most of the treasure. Uh, there is still the matter of a coded ledger that was found in Gadrin's den. Uh, and you have since leveled up and put a rank into linguistics, yeah? Uh, yes. I would allow you to make a retroactive linguistics check having leveled up. Or I think... Oh, did you get a new language? I did not. Oh, you must add a new language then. I guess I'll do that. 18! 18? Yes. Yeah, you are able to decipher a relatively simple code. Uh, after a few hours of work, I guess this would have been back at the place while you were going through the loot. Yeah. Um, the ledger Waiting is for worth, Lenore to wake up. The ledger is worth more than Gadrin's death and the capture, uh, death or capture to the Corvosan Guard, for it contains notes uh, that allow for the authorities to close the books on dozens of minor and or major unsolved cases. Oh my god. The Corvosan Guard pays the PCs a bounty of 250 gold for handing over the ledger. Hey! If the PCs provide a key for the code in which it is written, the reward is increased to 500 gold. Heck yes. So handing over this decoded ledger, you would get 500 gold. Damien has written some notes in very nice handwriting on a piece of parchment. And uh, the guard's sort of like looking at looking at this file on on uh, on Gadrin Lamb. Just goes, well, um, uh, it's actually quite extensive. Uh, we didn't even know about these crimes. Um, very well. Um, yes, you will see uh, five hundred gold given to you uh, for that. Uh, and the thanks of the city of Corvosa in this uh, troubling time. Uh, so, just for reference. The haul that I got from all of this is like 2,700 gold. Yeah, it's a lot of money. The, are, are they giving that to me in crowns as well? Yep, all of it in crowns. All right. Um, uh, so did you add that already? Yeah, I did it. Oh, okay. So it wasn't 2,700. It was, it was 2,200. That's still that's so much. <laughs> and you're keeping the the uh, the the abalone shell. Yes. <laughs> so it's even more than that, actually. Yeah, but, uh, but that's important. And you're also ke keeping your, your ring. Yes. Uh, Lenore is going to take the holy symbol and the ring and put them on a chain around her neck that Aww. also has her ring on it. Aww. Or that, that has the other, the other, the matching ring on mm. it. Oh, we also, uh, just noting things on the list here, uh, we did a knowledge check on the Keyblade for an inspiration of a father uh, and discovered that that uh, is related to the keylock killer that we heard about while yes, we were walking the down. Keylock killer who was active uh for I believe about ten years. And we're gonna hold on to that for now to see I'll if hold we can on to it. uh grab some sort of uh like uh find 
creature or okay. find object or something something to see if we can find more clues about that on our own. That sounds fine. Yeah. All right. So um, Kester is able to uh, take refuge with the guards. They they hand uh, they hand him off to probably like a a paladin of a rastal. Yeah. Who is charged with like looking after lost children reported Aww. to the guards. Um and uh it's probably uh probably a like middle-aged female paladin. Uh, who is is not so much for going out into the streets and fighting everyone, but um doing the righteous thing and looking after the children. Yeah. And so the paladin says that uh, she will look after Kester until morning, at which point they do need to bring many of these kids to the orphanage. Yeah. Uh, and which which they will do. Okay. They would also give you the address of an orphanage where they will be sending the kids. All right. All right. In case you need to pick them up at a later date. Okay. Oh, the guards would also pay you. Uh, let me see. What was Gadrin Lamb's CR? They would give you basically spoils value for taking him out. This is a, this is a this is a rule that I often use because it's it's really easy to get like a good amount of uh value for enemies defeated. Yeah. Um without having to like roll random treasure or anything. Yeah. Um so he was CR2. So you could have theoretically harvested a trophy from his body. <laughs> uh and this is what I use for, like, I, I use it in my Iron Gods game for determining how much scrap you get off people's uh-huh. bodies. Yeah. Uh, they would pay you 100 gold for defeating uh, Gadrin Lamb and getting him off the streets. Nice. Mm-hmm. I am flush with cash. Yeah. Now you can just go and spend it, right? Yeah. Spend it at all of the shops that are open and happy to take customers in this completely yep. stable and yep. calm time in the city's... <laughs> Now, you could take refuge somewhere for the night and try to wait out the storm and hope nobody notices that you're carrying around the queen's brooch. <laughs> or you could go to the queen. <laughs> all right. So uh, is that all the bookkeeping for now? Uh, Yes, I believe so. All right. So Kester uh, says goodbye to Unia and the others. Uh, and you make your way back out. You're escorted back beyond the barricades with sort of an unceremonious, all right, your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> As you face uh, a bunch of the a bunch of the commoners, many of them sort of start pressing in around you, going like, "Oh, you working working with the queensmen? Oh, you traitors! Traitors to everything Corvosa stands for!" Uh, and a few of the guards would like push them back to like give you passage. Uh, Ophelia is gonna uh, get up onto something. Is, is there like a box or something that Ophelia can stand on? Is Ophelia back in social identity or? Uh, no, she's, it's still Siren. Sorry. Still Siren. Yeah. Siren, uh, is there a box she can get up on? Yeah, there's probably a box. All right. Siren's going to get up on a box and shout at the at the uh, irate crowd. Gadrin Lamb is dead. We have killed him on this night. Sort of a look among the crowd. A few people are like, oh, Gadrin Lamb. Oh, no. And then a few and like, but the ma- vast majority of everybody's like, Who? <laughs> uh, but there's like a couple people in the crowd that go, "Oh, Gadrin Lamb! I hear he was a he was a big drug dealer." We have liberated the children he was holding. He was holding children, and one person goes, "Yeah, lambs, lambs! You haven't heard of them? They're pickpockets all over the place." Oh, I hope they brought him to justice. 
Hope those guards caught those orphans. <laughs> Damn orphans. They ruined Corvosa. <laughs> Good lord. And while they are... Uh, the kerfuffle has switched topics to that, we will proceed toward Castle Corvosa. <laughs> the people then sort of tor- turn to the guards and go, How many of those empties were arrested? <laughs> Uh, uh, the guards are like, we don't have any records of any uh, orphans being arrested. You mean that there's a bunch of loose pickpockets out there now, without any control, just loose on the streets? And, and now, and now they're now they're now they're yelling at the guards about not patrolling the area well enough. And we're just gonna skirt around the crowd yep. and head toward Castle Corvosa. All right, the Corvosa map. So, what route will you be taking along the way? Um. Well. Where is the angry crowd that we need to walk past? Uh, well, there's angry crowds sort of all over the place. Okay. The city has erupted into angry crowds. Yes. I was just um, wondering, would it be better for us to go up Guard Street or Bromathan Street? Um, Bromathan Street would probably be a little easier. You squeeze all through right. an alley, you get out onto there. Yeah, go, get, go, go get up, up Bromathan Street, turn on to Harborview um, Boulevard, yes. and then turn on to Field Marshall Avenue and just walk that way. Squeeze through a few buildings over here in the... Uh, you cut your way through, uh, seemingly without... Any issue when you do get to want to check and see if we're being followed? Should I roll perception to see if we're being followed? Uh, yeah, you can roll perception. Alrighty, I will have um, Unia and Siren roll perception. They both have a plus four. Unia gets a plus two to perception when it's dark. Oh, eight for a total of 14. And then Ophelia, ah, another eight for a total of 12. Uh, So with the assist, a total of 16. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't seem that anybody's following you. Uh, You do, however, as you squeeze through the buildings, come across a scene. Ah. Uh, You you have come out upon uh, what is known as the gold market. Uh Uh-huh. This is a, this is a, this is the largest market uh, that serves as a main attraction in Midland. People from all over the city descend daily on the stands, stalls, and tents that form the backbone of the open-air market. Uh, <laughs> vendors hawk a variety of wares, mostly foodstuffs and minor crafts. Uh, in in a wide semicircular plaza between Aodrid's Circle and Aodrid's Walk, <laughs> all manner of foods and handicraft from Corvosa's Holdings and the rest of Arisia appear in the gold market. This voice is just slowly cooking more and yeah. more. <laughs> Uh, several carts sell fresh-made meals and sugar snacks from Varician borscht to oliphantiers. Varician borscht! Fried on the back of tower shields. Amazing. <laughs> the wide variety of foods available make this a popular market, and some city leaders speculate that at least half the city's residents visit the market at least once a month. And that's what this place is like on a usual day. Right now... The situation that is in front of you is much different. There is a group of angry people gathered around one man. So bands of rioting laborers run in mobs. You can see a few unconscious bodies on the ground of people who seem to have been very well dressed before, but have now had their clothes torn from them. And there is a man uh, backing up toward, like, a few stalls, a rapier in hand, uh, and these people are shouting, Die, Dandy! Death to the False Queen! And as as this is happening, a rather large uh, woman, who I will denote with this little yellow dot, um, steps up with, like, a rolling pin in hand. Bet you never worked an honest day's wage in your life, eh, Queensman? 
My brother had his arm crushed by a barrel on the docks when he was younger than you. Never raised a mug of ale with that wrist again. Want to know what it feels like? And she's sort of moving toward the guy as he sort of nervously backs away. Um, Lenora's going to hold up her hands and take a step forward and just go, Whoa, hold it. Hold it. We don't need to kill anybody else here tonight. They all sort of look at you and make either a diplomacy or an intimidate check, whichever you like. Intimidate. Great. A plus a seven. Lenore, the, uh, not the party face, but the proactive party member. 21. 21. With a 21, the rioters sort of look at you and they're like, uh, sort of size up the, uh, the amount of equipment that you have. Not even worth it. We'll find someone else. Look, I know you're probably mad. You're probably pissed. I know that there's a lot of stuff that's happened here that you want to find justice for. But going around and killing people, hurting people, it just makes things worse. It's people like him that's ruined everything in Corvosa. Go back to your home before you ruin things too. <sighs> right. Plenty of time to deal with this later. Uh, sort of, sort of like the the woman sort of tucks the rolling pin back into her belt and uh, goes goes off one way. The crowd sort of disperses, uh, and the man looks at you and is just like, "Oh my heavens! Oh, Don't thank my us, hero! Please, please, I I must thank you. Uh, I, the, another second of those people, they would have had me. Uh, my name is Amin Jalento. He pulls off a ring and he offers it to you. Please." Take it. Take it. Lenore doesn't look like she's very interested in taking it. Siren will come up and snatch it out of his hand. You're welcome. Is, uh, is there anything else I could do for you? Go uh, away before we take the other shiny things you have. Uh, of course, of course. Uh, and he runs. <laughs> Congratulations, you've dealt with your first encounter. Hey! <laughs> I didn't want to kill all those people. <laughs> that would have made me really sad. <laughs> yeah, it would have been bad. Um, I also didn't want to kill the rich. You know, like, <laughs> I want to eat the rich, but not like eat the rich. Not like this. Like, not like, not this. like this. Not like this. Like, we'll tear down the, the power structure, uh, but I don't want to just, like, murder people in the streets for wearing fancy clothing. Like, no yep. thanks. <laughs> not about that. <laughs> All right. And now we're back to the overworld map. The gold market was was kind of a focus of some of these crowds, but with your intimidate check, many of these people start to disperse. Uh, and so, if you go up Field Marshal's Avenue, there's a good portion of this road that's uh, co compared to the rest of it, kind of empty. But like, sort of as you're getting into the area around the castle, there is a huge crowd. There's just tons of people. As you're doing this, a pair of imps swoop down oh. to attack you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's Zubats. Let's go back. Alright, I'm just gonna roll uh, okay. Cool. Let's roll some initiatives. Lenore got a 14. As you're just you're walking around, um, Suddenly, oh, no. these two these two creatures just dive out of the sky, swooping for you. They're actually going to go for Lenore because Lenore seems to be the most kitted out. Ah, yes. Uh, Ophelia 
Got a natural one. Siren sees the imps barreling down and screams and flinches uh, and will probably be going left. Oh, uh, yeah. They they have swooped down into Lenore's square, basically. Oh, fun. Uh, so they are sort of in your space. Cool. And I have them right like that. Um, and they basically they used all their movement. Actually, they used their movement to charge at you. Oh, fun. So my flat-footed AC is 15. 18. Yep, that hits. All right, and I'm gonna need you to make a fortitude save. Uh, We're back on our bullshit, everyone. Why? Okay, hold on. 18. Okay, you're fine. Uh, let's see if you're fine from the other one that has oh, charged. Oh, I you. took two. I took two damage. Yep, two All damage. Right. And then this one also charged at you and attacks. God. Make another fortitude save. Uh, okay, hold on. I need to mark down damage. 23. <laughs> I wish I could roll this well in attacks. Okay. Yeah, you don't take any damage. You don't take any poison damage at all. I wish all I right. could roll this well. And now it's your turn. All right. Lenore is going to um, swing her choked up polearm at the imp. Uh, 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 one, of, one of these imps. How about this one? The one, sure. the one on the right. Sure. This one's right. sort of like, sort of like, like, like gnawing at your, at your right shoulder. Yeah. Uh. Thanks. I hate it. Um, yep. uh, all right. So that's with a plus five. Uh, I'm not raging oh, right now. Let me describe now. imps for you. Uh, fiendish wings and a whipping scorpion-like tail lash behind this diminutive red-skinned nuisance. <laughs> Born directly from the pits of hell, imps are among the least of the true devils. These vicious, manipulative fiends, however, hold an important role in the corruption of mortal souls. Unfettered from the ranks and duties of diabolical armies, imps delight in any opportunity to travel to the material plane and subtly tempt mortals toward acts of of ever greater depravity. Now, the, the imps of Corvosa, you would note, are frequently kept held uh, by the Academy. And... Unfortunately, they get out, like, all the time. <laughs> and they fight with house drakes in the skies above a lot. Oh, boy. And they'll also just attack people sometimes. <laughs> it's like it's magpie season in Australia. Yeah. We should all just all right. go around so, with, like, coat hangers hanging, like, sticking a 19 to hit? out of uh, helmets on our heads. Yes, 19 to hit. That will hit. All right. I will roll some tasty, tasty damage. Damage. Uh... 14 points of damage. Ooh. Now, you would note, it does seem that it does less. But it is still quite good. DR magic. Oh, dang it. Uh, okay. If you want uh, Damien to roll a knowledge check, you yeah, can. Yeah, let's have Damien roll It would also give uh, Damien probably a little bonus for um, this being related to the Academy. And Damien probably having researched Academy things. Yes. Uh, what what knowledge check would you like uh, me to make? This would be either knowledge planes or knowledge religion. Knowledge I would allow. planes, then. With a plus eight bonus. After the level up, Damien is well on his way to becoming the member of the party who knows things. But he only knows he's, them if I roll well, he, and that's a two. He's well on his way to knowing things. He knows they're imps. I would say with the bonus... <laughs> You can get one fact about imps. <laughs> like, all of you basically know what imps are because they're they're about as common as bats. 
Yeah. In, in so, so Damien is, uh, he, he knows lots of things about imps, but in panic of being surprised by the imps. Oh, and the reason that you would have been so surprised by them is that they were invisible until they got to you. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, Damien, uh, knowing lots of things about imps, but currently being in a state of surprise by the surprise attacks by the imps, uh, can remember one thing about the imps. And what does Damien remember? Um. Uh, what does that poison do? Uh, their poison is an injury poison from their sting. It is a fortitude save dependent on their constitution. Uh, with a frequency of once per round for six rounds. If the effect is 1d2 dex damage. Ooh. The cure is one save. Okay. Yikes. Yep. So much ability damage happening in this city. I know, right? No, no, like, like, I don't get, <laughs> I don't get anything to heal at until, like, several le- levels from now. <laughs> All right. Um, Good old bed rest. Yeah, bed rest. <laughs> Wee! Okay. Damien is going to focus fire on this particular imp over here. So what, what would be the difference between doing spell combat and firing a throwing card and an acid splash at the imp or doing spell strike. Is it just that one only has one attack roll and the other has two at a minus two penalty? Yes, yes, that's exactly okay. it. And also, also uh, spell combat is a full round action and spell strike is a standard action. Okay, good to know. And also spell strike is all or nothing and then uh, spell combat is you have two opportunities to hit. Yes, given my current uh, to hit bonus, I will be spell combating. All right, so here's the throwing card. That is a 12. Nope, that's not going to do it. All right, range touch attack, 18. That will do it, though. All right, so that does 1d3 points of acid damage. Two! All right, you splash it with acid, and you watch as the acid just washes over it like water. Crud. All right, it was worth a shot. <laughs> and then? Damien goes, oh, right, crap. <laughs> I knew that. I definitely knew that. I only just now remembered it. <laughs> this one is going to look at Ophelia. No, no. And look at her and just and just go. This isn't your fight. Run. And make a well side. <gasps> oh, oh. Cast defensively. Uh, hold up. Oh no. <laughs> uh, is this a a fear effect? It is a, it is a, it is an enchantment, language dependent, mind affecting compulsion. Okay. It's not a fear effect. Okay. I'm still not good at will saves. Okay. Um, did, did he succeed at his cast defensively check? Yeah, it's 15 plus double the spell level. Succeeded. Dang it. I rolled an 11. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you have been suggested with a very good course of action, which is to run away. So, freaking rogues, most useless. Yep, that's uh, that's uh, what the imp suggests you do. Ophelia, what do you do? Uh, you are you are compelled to run away. I guess I run away. Okay, you are now thirty feet away. I can't move myself off the combat. You aren't required to not hit him, but you are commanded to get away. 
Okay, I guess so if I'll, you wanted to move and attack, I would allow that. I guess I'll take out my light crossbow and uh, shoot once. Okay. At the one who's already hurt. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, is going to try to sting again. I'm at literally Lenore. gonna get killed by two imps, aren't I? We'll see. That hits three points of damage to Lenore, and another fortitude save. Seventeen. Okay, you're fine. Unia. Hold on. I guess I'll try to attack it. I have a plus two to hit, so I'm probably not going to hit. Um, I'll try to attack uh, this imp that is closest to me. Okay. I'll give you flanking because it's sort of uh, in the space between... Like, it's I in can, Lenore's space. I can I can move to here if that makes more sense. No, it would be fine where you were. They are in Lenore's square. Oh, for Pete's sake. Eleven. Nope, that's not going to do it. Jeez, frick. Okay. Lenore? Second verse, same as the first. Let's hit this one and make it die worse. <laughs> um, no. Ooh, that's bad. Uh, yeah, that's not going to do it. Uh, all right. Damien is going to do something daring. Uh, and Damien is going to come up here. And Damien is going to shock and grasp the imp. Uh, that is up here. Okay. Uh, that is a melee touch attack. Oh wait, it's it's oh no, it's in it's in it's in her square now. Um, that just is that just plus base attack bonus, or do I get to treat my hands as if I had weapon finesse with them? Yes, you do. Uh, weapon finesse is a free feat in this. Cool. Yeah, so that's a it's one of my usual usual feat tax breaks. All right, so plus six, seventeen. First touch, AC. Yeah. Yes, first touch. All right, that is a hit. Okay, that does two d six damage. Great. Uh, so we'll roll seven points of damage. Ooh. Spicy. It still is up, oh. and it seems it seems to be quite agitated by this. <laughs> Damien gets to start making fort saves next. As that happens, swooping into the region, you see a house drake. It would sort of go in a circuitous route around you. Okay. And it's going to do a breath weapon uh, on Lenore's square. Oh, it's so good. Um, I guess Lenore will make a reflex save. Uh, you will make a a will save. A will save. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, and you know the you know the house Drake sort of swoops in and goes. I'm really sorry about this, but I promise this will fix things. Eighteen. At you, least Lenore is doing a good job of saving. <laughs> you succeed on your will save. Uh, meanwhile, this cloud of silver mist uh, emanates in a 10-foot cone through your square uh, surra- surrounding you and the imps. Uh, you manage to succeed, and both of the imps sort of like look dazed. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, are you okay? Uh, their stings hurt. I, I know, I know. Don't worry, we'll, we'll take care of it. Thanks. And uh, actually at that moment, another thing comes flying in after it. And you watch suddenly this appearance of another imp oh, flanking no. the house drake. Oh no. That's, that stabs at the house drake. Oh no. No. Critical fail. Yes. As uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say this. This lets the house drake get an attack of opportunity as the stinger is going. The house drake 
bikes. Oh my god! And you just watch this total failure going on here. The imp goes to stab. The house strike goes to goes to bite in retaliation. Then they just sort of collide. And they with just each sort other. of collide with. I need to make fly checks actually. <laughs> Technically, I should be making fly checks all the time, but uh, I think that their fly is quite good. Hey, look at that! Proud of it. Good little dragon. <laughs> oh my goodness! All of these natural ones. This imp is now prone. <laughs> Assume the party oh, submission position. Lovely. Oh, the other it's imp, nice to see the bad luck getting spread around a little bit. The other imp, seeing its mortal enemy appear, turns its attention. It's going to attack at the house drake. Uh, and miss. <laughs> Why does the house drake have a better AC than I do? <laughs> Alright. Meanwhile, another house drake. Swoops oh my in. gosh, this is getting hectic. Yep, it's, it's quite a lot. Uh, another house drake swoops in, landing on the ground. It's 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 going to bite at the the prone imp. At the prone imp, that will be a hit. And you watch as the house drake sinks its teeth into the imp's neck and just sort of <laughs> like a dog. Uh, and you will note the house drake's teeth pierce right through the imp's uh, imp skin, dealing full damage. Imp skin. Yep. Rumpled imp skin. Meanwhile. Can Ophelia make another will save so that she's not I, still compelled to run away? I think you have run away. <laughs> yeah, suggestion is not all that powerful, actually. All right. Um, you have run away. Can I run back? You can run back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ophelia will run back uh, to where she was standing so she can be in flanking with the uh, the house drake. Uh, and she will attack the imp on the ground. And te technically, um, actually, the, the house drake would also be kind of in the same square, but you could get flanking with it. Yeah. I will attack with tiny my... Tiny creatures. With my dueling sword. He's, they're, they're about the size of cats. Oh, really, really evil, mean, nasty cats. No, both of them are. All of these are about the size of cats. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I want, I want a little house drake. I want a house drake friend. Um, uh, so do I get a plus four for hitting something in melee on the ground? Uh, yes, that's All plus right. four. Just making sure. Do I still get flanking bonus on top of that? Um, yes. All right. You've got to be freaking kidding me. Oh my fucking god. The ones! Um. Roll to confirm. <laughs> I hate this. Womp womp. Here's our combat music. That doesn't confirm a critical fumble. Thank goodness. I don't want to break my nice sword. Yeah. Good golly. Um, Several rounds later. <laughs> hey, what did you do all night? Oh, you know, I spent ten rounds trying to kill three imps. One d twenty plus. Uh, we'll do the. We'll fight the one that I am flanking with the house drink for. Guess what? Hmm? I missed. <laughs> oh no! Even later. 
16 to hit. Yeah. I believe that is a... That with the flanking bonus? Yep. And with your attack bonus? Yep. Okay. Nope. Uh, uh, barely a mess. Why can't I roll higher than a 10? <laughs> this one regains consciousness. God! And then, finally... Is it gonna happen? Uh, Come on, let's see it. We got, we got it. It's it's within range of going down. No. As you fight in this street. Eighteen. That's gonna be a hit. Oh my word! All right, <laughs> let's show me what you got. A D ten plus. I can't remember what my modifier is. I hit so seldom in this fight. All right, eight. Of, of silvered. Oh, of silver. Silvered. The imp goes unconscious. Uh. The house drake falls upon the imp with gnashing teeth. Oh, it hits and crits, obviously. Six points of damage. <laughs> Boy. Bless. It's Can, a it's a baby. Do they have the uh, Do they have the strength to power attack? That's my question. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I gotta find out. Uh, they do have the Dexter Piranha Strike, so let's call it a Piranha Strike. <laughs> why why wouldn't you? Um, it's unconscious. So for a total of ten, so it's not dead from the coup de grace, but it's dead from the damage. <laughs> and then the other the other House Drake falls upon the other imp. Similarly, and with that, <sighs> the combat is over. <laughs> No thanks to us. <laughs> the house drakes smile at you. Uh, they're big. They're big. They're big dragon smiles. No. Uh, they go. We're we're really sorry that you, you got dragged into all this. The the imps they're 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 being real mean right now. And the, the other one, right. the other one, this one sort of like snakes through uh, Lenora's legs like a kitty. Oh. Um, and as it does so, it goes, I see that you've been hurt. Uh, you mind if I take care of that oh. for you? Yeah, go ahead. Um, and it's going to cast Cure Light Wounds. <laughs> Can I give it a little scratch? I don't want to ruin its concentration, but after can Lenore pet it on the head? Is that appropriate? Um, that's, that's fine. It's going to roll. It's going to do a Cure, cure Light Wounds on you. <laughs> You're going to heal 11 point. Wait, no, nine points of damage. Lenore is fully healed. They're so cute. Oh, I go, uh, Lenore's gonna, Lenore's gonna reach down and just uh, uh, pat it on the head. Uh, where do, where do house drakes like to be scratched? Can I roll a knowledge local to see if I know where house the house drakes? Knowledge like Arcana. Knowledge Arcana. Okay, I don't have any. Um, Damien does. Damien is also going to... Actually, you can do Knowledge Local since you're from Corvosa and there's house uh, drinks all I don't over. have any ranks in Knowledge Local either. Uh, I do have Handle Animal, but they're not really they're animals. Not animals. They're not animals, no. They're, they're intelligent. Yeah, um, they are not animals. All right, Damien will uh, will do a, a Knowledge Local or a Knowledge Arcana to see where house drinks like to be scratched. 20 effing so you know, six. You know that, that house drakes um, <laughs> like to be squished like right under the wing? Or Ooh. or you could run your fingers along the edges of their spine. Ooh. Like just one finger on each side of their spine. 
Damien, um, Damien's gonna go over and start petting this house trick. And the house trick does that little like kitty thing where it like pushes up into your hand. Oh. And it goes, oh, 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 that's good. Oh, that's good. I, I like that. Damien just like giggles a little bit. <laughs> Thanks for helping us. Of course. Um, this one, this one sort of goes. Uh, now, there's a lot more imps that need to die, so I'm gonna go, and, and flutters off. Uh, and this one just sort of goes, well, um. I'm not really doing anything. You mind if I hang out with you? Yes. I can, I can help you if there's any other imps. Yes, please stay. Okay. Um, it sort of like crawls up on, on Damien and sort of like wraps around Damien's <sighs> shoulders. Damien looks at everybody else and goes, Look, I have a familiar... Uh, uh, oh, um... Uh, I know, I know. It's not, it's not. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just... I, sorry, I don't really know you like that. No, I'm um, just, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just, uh, it's not, it's not. Uh, okay, okay, I, sorry, sorry. I'm not, I'm not serious, it's, it's I'm sorry. Just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not really ready for that kind of commitment. No, 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 me neither, um, me neither. I don't no, want to no, put no, labels I'm, on it I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, I was just, uh, I was, I was just joking. It's, uh, Okay, 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 um, like me, you know, you know, you know, maybe if we once we get to know each yeah, other, yeah, yeah, maybe you know, if I like, to take a feet for it, but yeah, maybe, uh, but uh, uh, not, I, not right now. No, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, uh, sorry, I, didn't, oh, I, I was just joking. Oh I didn't man, this mean is to awkward. Presume. I'm so, I'm so. This is awkward. Anyway, uh, let's go to the castle. <laughs> <laughs> so you now have a little house trick. Uh, my name is uh, Astavernius. Astavernius, nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, it's it's good to meet you. What um, are your thoughts on grapes? Not meaty enough. Jerky? Do you like jerky? I don't have any jerky. Well, why would you offer jerky if you don't have I have, have jerky it? in my dorm. I can bring it back later. <laughs> Bless my third son. Uh, uh, and, and actually, actually, as you as, as your guys are sort of walking, the house trick sort of licks, licks its hand and sort of grooms itself and you oh. and you note that it casts cure light wounds on itself as well i love it and it heals itself completely Friend. oh it's so good actually as you guys are sort of going toward the castle uh astavernius looks at you and just goes oh, wait you're going in there yep Oh, that's not really my style yeah it's not um, really our style either it's just you know we have you, like so this you're a you're a, you're a mage though, right? Oh, yeah, I'm a magus. Well, um, you know, you know, uh, hey, I I know it was a little bit awkward about the familiar thing, but like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe later if you're not doing anything, we might talk. That would be awesome. Okay, um, I have that? I promise I was not lying about the jerky in my dorm room. If you want to like come back, we yeah. can chat. I have are, so are many you at, questions. Are you at the no. No, I'm at Thuminexus. Oh, I love Thuminexus. <gasps> People there are much nicer, and there's oh less Oh my gosh, imps. I know, right? <laughs> uh. Okay, well, I'll, I'll come meet you there sometime. If awesome. you're If you're in interested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, could, we could talk. We'll yeah, talk. yeah. Yeah. We'll get the jerky okay. out, make some well, tea. Well, you have fun in the big, ugly, black pyramid. Uh, I know, with right? With the terrible uh, castle on top. Uh, I hate it. Yep, have fun. And sort, of, and sort of like flies away. Oh, I'll come with you. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 not really about that. No, I get it. I get it. But um, they they do sort of escort you long enough uh, that you don't have to deal with any more imp encounters. Yay! Because that would be a pain for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> So, you get 
into the castle. There are throngs of people gathered around. Um, given that you were walking with a house drake on your shoulders, a few people would sort of look at you like, ooh, these people uh, probably not people that you want to fight with. Um, you're like decked out in armor. You're all all sorts of stuff like that. And and many of the people here, they sort of give you a wide berth. Um, and you are able to get to the front gates uh, leading up to the castle. The place is guarded. Castle Corvosa's long shadow looms over the city as a terrifying testament to the power of whatever mighty overlord ruled this land thousands of years ago. A magnificent achievement of architecture, the castle walls and spires rise high into the sky above. The entire structure looms even higher because of the ancient foundation, a monument in the shape of an immense flat-topped pyramid. Right. Although one of the corners of this impressive foundation has fallen into ruin, the additions built onto the sides by eager and talented Corvosan masons have created one of the most recognizable landmarks in all of Arisia. The castle door, the castle gates have been locked tight, uh, and it is positively bristling with guards with swords and crossbows pointed outwards. Toothbrushes. Um, as you, as you approach the gate, the guards would look at you and go, "You state your business." Uh, Siren comes to the front. Hi there. We have something that the queen has been missing for some time. The guards sent us here. What exactly are you, or do you have? It is a piece of jewelry that there is currently a really large bounty out for. I would prefer not to say anything more in front of the throng of angry sort, people. Sort of look at, look at the, uh, Look at the guards. They sort of exchange looks. Um, one of them goes, I, I think I need to talk to my commanding officer. Um, goes goes back behind the barricade. You see another guard sort of take his place like, mm, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Don't try anything funny. And the other guy hurriedly comes back and goes, let them in, let them in, let them in. And the gates part, uh, the guards like sort of fan out around you guys and like really quickly take you in. Uh, in like a very coordinated move uh, to make sure that nobody else is getting in. This group of guards uh, that you end up with, are they seem quite nervous about uh, just everything. There's a few guards that you would note seem a little bit new. And they escort you up the, up the pyramid into the castle and up the wide curling stairs of the castle into its third floor. You are greeted by a woman in full plate armor. This woman Ooh. with this humongous sword. Wow. Um, greets you. She currently. She looks awesome. She looks like this. Uh, close cropped hair uh, with, with scars all over her face. Uh, marks of many battles. Um, and. Her, she's, she's holding an enormous sword. Uh -huh. It's not it's not ginormous like uh like an anime sword uh, might be. Yeah, yeah. Um but it's it's a it's definitely a two-handed sword that has some heft to it. She approaches you and says, "Greetings. They tell me you have something that belongs to the queen. Is this correct?" "Yeah, that's right." "May I see what you possess?" "Uh, can we trust you?" "I am the queen's personal bodyguard. 
handmaiden, and closest companion. My name is Sabina Marin. My duty is the queen's safety. Okay. I must know if you are bringing something to her, what it is. We have a brooch. Let me see it. Okay, fine. And Ophelia sort of holds it out in her hand, still holding onto it uh, rather tightly. She looks at it. She doesn't make any motion to like move toward it. She just sort of, she's holding like a door to the third floor. Um, she opens the door wider. She goes, please come in. She nods to the guards. You may return to your posts. These heroes pose no threat to the queen. All right, all right, all right. Uh, we will proceed inside. Now, please, how would you like to be introduced to the queen? Oh, uh, this is this is uh, party name time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody sort of looks around. Uh, Damien starts stammering a little bit, and Siren steps up and says, "We're the cover of night." The cover of night. Hmm. Apropos, I suppose. Very well. She she brings you to this very ornate door. She pauses beside it. On my command, the door will open. Look at this doorknob. And she, she sort of gestures at a doorknob that's like at like just above eye level. Fix your eyes on this doorknob. All right. When the door opens, take note of the queen's position. And then avert your gaze. Look at the floor and approach. You will reach a line of white tile. Stand with your toes on the line and bow at the waist until the crown of your head faces the queen. You will not kneel. You will not curtsy. You will make no gesture with your hands. And you will wait until the queen gives you leave to speak. At which point, you may speak. That's a lot of rules. It is. And what if Lenore, Lenore comes up sort of folding her, her arms folded against her chest? And what if we don't want to follow all those rules? Well, then you will be escorted out by the Queen's Guard with whatever force is required. All right, let's go. The queen will reward you handsomely for what you've done. I suggest paying her her due respect. <laughs> Unia pipes up. Surely you can swallow your pride for a few thousand gold? Very well. If you are ready. She opens the door. You are briefly able to see... Uh, this open area with a vaulted ceiling and stained glass windows of past kings and queens looking down from the eastern wall, crimson tapestries hanging along the others. It is pristine, but strangely empty. An immense fireplace offers additional light and heat to the hall, and a silk carpet provides a gentle, arcing path to the throne's base. Sabina steps into the room. Your Majesty, the cover of night. And then she she sort of walks beside you, giving you pace. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, everybody will avert their eyes 
Damien has already bowed his head. Uh, he's just not sure when the bowing is supposed to start, so he's erring on the side yeah. of caution. You, uh, <laughs> you, you would, you would come to a, a, like about twenty feet away from the steps to the throne. Um, there, there is sort of a, a, like white, a set of white tiles. That is where Sabina stops. And everybody will stop. Uh, and at this point, you hear the voice of the queen. Thank you, brave adventurers. Please. You know, you know, Sabina stops, stops bowing as she says, please. Um, and uh, sort of motions for you to do the same. All right, uh, we'll stop bowing. You, you are able to look at her now, and you see she has a vision of beauty, despite the mourning dress and veil she wears to honor her husband's death. Yeah, you see her dressed in her mourning garb. She's stern and serious, but beautiful. This brooch was stolen from me some time ago. I had not expected to see it again, truth be told, and yet, here, on my darkest day, you come before me with kindness. And at that, um, Sabina, uh, extends a hand to take the brooch. And Ophelia will hand it over. Alright. Sabina walks up, placing it in the queen's hand. <sighs> the return of this brooch is much more than an honorable deed. It is inspiration. It is hope. I love Corvosa, <laughs> as my husband did before me. Um, but at the at the words, I love Corvosa, um, I'm going to make a couple of rolls here uh, to see whether Lenore and Damien can resist visibly pulling a face. <laughs> uh, so that's, uh, we'll just say that's a will save on both of them there. Neither of them is going to say anything, but just <laughs> in the schooling of expressions, Lenore grimaces. Uh, and, uh, Damien, Damien blinks. <laughs> uh, I love, my, I love Corvosa, as my husband did before me. His death has shocked the city as it has me, but I will not see his legacy destroyed in death, and I shall not see my city torn apart. All Corvosa stands at the precipice of a disaster wrought by her citizens. These riots cannot continue. You've already done my heart a great service in returning this precious heirloom to me on this dark day, and you shall be rewarded. Yet, perhaps you can serve your city more. The Corvosan guard is stretched thin, and it could certainly use the aid of heroes such as you. If you so choose, I shall have Sabina see to it that you have an escort of guards when you leave here. They can see your safe journey to Citadel Volshianek. I shall send word ahead of you to Field Marshal Cressida Croft to let her know you are on the way. Now, I need to retire to my chambers. My grief has drained me. Again, thank you for the kindness you have shown me. And I hope your days of serving the crown are only just beginning. And with that, she directs Sabina to uh, to produce the, the reward, make sure that it is done. Sabina very quickly goes over to a pillar nearby and retrieves a small silver chest. Ooh. Uh, which Sabina presents to you. 
the silver chest, also quite valuable in its own right. Inside, the red velvet-lined interior rests 12 gold ingots imprinted with the royal seal of Corvosa, each bar worth 100 gold. Oh my god! And with that, Queen Iliosa gives a, a whirl of the hem of her, her dress and disappears. Disappears? Like li- literally, like like spell disappears. Uh, you can spellcraft. I am spellcrafting the f out of that. Yes, uh, Damien rolls a twelve. <laughs> <It's> magic. Uh. <laughs> she does magic. Why? Um. Yeah, and she's gone. Uh, now, what did you want to do uh, based on what she was saying? Oh, I was gonna ask if before she left, I could um, do some sort of like ranged heal check. Uh, you know, check for something like like excessive paleness, a sheen of sweat sure. on the face, uh, tremor in the voice. You can do, you can do a heel check. on the feet. Yeah. Or uh, sense motive. Like, these are all sort of things that would sort of okay. uh, belie, like, condition. Um, yeah, I will have Unia do a heel check with their plus eight modifier. Hopefully, they can roll more than the three that Damien rolled. Very disappointed in you, Damien. Ah, okay. Sixteen. She seems for a total of twenty-four. You know, she seems, given the circumstances, quite okay. And you would gather that a person of her upbringing is sort of prepared for these sorts of things. Um, you would gather that you know she's definitely under stress, but she's not like terribly distressed. Okay. And, you know, it might be just that, that like, you know, it, the king was old and he was sick. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was sort of everyone knew this was coming. And y- you would you would sort of gather that any any indication of her mental well-being or health. It's, it's a little difficult to say. She's got a she's got a pretty got a pretty firm grasp on her uh-huh. position. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, was, despite uh, you would you know despite what everyone says about her being like just a child queen and all this stuff, she's uh she's she's handling the situation. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe maybe doesn't hate Corvosa as much as people say she does. Maybe not. But maybe she does. Uh uh I unfortunately don't have any ranks in sense motive. Uh, for Lenore or Damien, um, or anybody. Oh boy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that's uh, that's all good. All right. Neat. Uh, so how much money did I get there? One thousand two hundred gold in gold ingots imprinted with the royal seal of Corvosa. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, the chest itself is worth fifty gold. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, probably sell that somewhere. Let me just write silver chest. And with that, uh, Sabina will ask you, so, uh, it is the Queen's will. Should I organize an escort of guards to return you to Citadel of Shyanik? (sighs) Lenore sort of looks at the rest of the party. If you don't mind, I'd kind of like to go back to my house. Very well. They can escort you there as well. That's okay. It, there is a lot of... Look. Violence in the streets. I appreciate the thought, but I have a feeling 
given the reception that we got when we walked out of Citadel Volshynek earlier, that having the guards with us is only going to piss people off. All right. Well, you are free to go then. By your leave. She sort of nods to a couple guards who uh, move to escort you. Yeah. I'll also say, as as she's saying that, like Damien and Ophelia are also both nodding. Uh, Unia is frowning a little bit. They seem a little bummed out that they may not have extra protection heading back. <laughs> but they're not. But they're not saying anything, recognizing that there are other people in the party who feel strongly about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not going to start a fight. Okay. And with that, you are able to leave the castle. We are now free to move about the city. <laughs> and you, yeah, you are now free to move about the city. Please keep your arms and legs inside, inside the, the city, city at, at all, all times. times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, so I do want to head Lenore's mm. houseward. Um, Lenore's uh, sort of leading the party. Um, okay. Look, I... I know, you know, I offered y'all can stay at my house if you want. Um, I know that, Unia, you don't have anywhere to stay right now. Uh, no offense, Damien, but I don't want you walking all the way back to Thunexus in this. And uh, you can stay too, I guess, Siren. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but primarily, I, I want to make sure that nobody's looting my house. There is a There is a tavern along the way if you wanted to stay at a tavern. Um, there. It's called the Jittery Quill. The Jittery Quill. Oh yeah. boy. Uh, that um, sounds like a that sounds like a place that serves uh uh things that uh make you jittery rather than things that make you loopy. Um. Uh, yeah. But um. We'll have our our old style Coca Cola here for you. Um. But yeah, I think that we're just we're gonna go back to Lenore's house. Okay. Um. Oh, fun fact for you. Um, the Jittery Quill is the uh tavern that you went to um with thomas in iron gods oh yep. uh yeah it's run by a dwarf he serves coffee and oh alcohol. yeah oh that's right yeah i was like that sounds like a coffee shop yep. uh cute it's uh frequented by uh by academy people from students. academy and university people oh uh, yeah yeah that's the uh the uh the yeah. university cafe life um but yeah i guess we're gonna head out um to domino square and then head up north yeah. Uh, You'd have an escort of guards to the gate, and then after that, you're kind of on your own. <laughs> um, now, given all of the commotion that has happened, uh, you are sort of able to get back mostly unmolested for the rest of this time. Yeah. Um, I, I would say Siren is probably scouting out ahead. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, if you need me to be stealthy, in that way or a role perception or something um um could you just draw out the path that you want to take yeah yeah okay. uh, onto academic avenue you... uh burnt bridge <laughs> boulevard yeah uh and then she's right on the corner here all right so you make your way to uh lenore's house on burnt bridge boulevard uh avoiding uh, it's now getting quite late into the night yeah uh, many of the people have dispersed um so but you the the signs of the riots are everywhere still you will find people uh fighting uh looting uh uh, guards doing their damnedest to just try and impose some sort of order yeah um everywhere people yelling about 
how uh, the queen is going to destroy Corvosa. Uh, other people saying that that uh, that the people that those people are going to destroy Corvosa. Uh, <laughs> that they're doing it right now, <laughs> and altogether they're destroying Corvosa. <laughs> um, but you make it back to Lenore's house, and what is the house like? Um, well, uh, you know, it's a it's sort of just your standard two bedroom. It's not very big. Uh, it's one it's one floor it's got a cellar um so you know sort of a uh a, a, a sort of a humble and unassuming sort of house um it's um upon entering the foyer it's apparent that uh the living room doesn't see a lot of use these days um it's not dirty but there's a lot of dust and there are some things sort of strewn about that uh, you f- that one would probably figure if people were using this room would have been cleared away. Uh, but, you know, Lenore sort of gestures to a dusty coat rack uh, mm-hmm. for people to uh, put their stuff up, kicks off her shoes at the door um, and sort of, you know, the, there's the, just the sort of an un- uncarpeted hardwood uh, with a couple of rugs Um and okay. she and she she sort of gestures around as she goes to put some lights on, um, you know, to to light some yep. lan- lanterns and stuff. And, uh, you know, the the place it doesn't seem that it, this place has been bothered. It's you know, it's not exactly the most uh, ostentatious place. Most looters would probably just pass right by it. Yeah. Um. um sorry about the dust. It's been. It's been a time. Mm. So people will. Um, Hang hang stuff up on coat racks. Uh, uh, Ophelia will, or Siren, I guess, will perch um, sort of strangely on a chair as rogue types are wont to do. Um, <laughs> That's not how chairs work. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's Spock. she's like, she's sitting on it, but she's also like, she's pulled her feet up and she's like sitting on her feet on the yes, chair. Yes, <laughs> like L in Death Note. Yeah, yeah, except <laughs> like slightly less crouchy. Okay, <laughs> I get you. Um, more like I'm very small and I'm and I'm going to sit on this chair. And put my legs up on it because I am small. And also I don't like sitting in chairs the regular way because that's for losers. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of losers, Damien is going to sit down regularly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a like, loser. Like a normal person. Like a fucking normie. <laughs> <laughs> Situated so that his, his tail can sort of hang off the side um, without too much trouble. Unia will follow Lenore around and sort of uh, be cleaning stuff up and sort of dusting uh, and, and things. And while while Lenore's sort of trying to gesture to them, like like stop, don't. Unia's ignoring. <laughs> Unia's ignoring Lenore and is continuing to clean. <laughs> um, Lenore will sort of introduce everyone to the house and get things set up. Uh, Somebody gets to sleep on the couch. Somebody gets to sleep in the bed. Uh, and while they're figuring out uh, who should sleep on the couch and who should sleep on the bed, because Damien and Yunia are arguing about that, nobody notices that Siren is gone. She has left. Mm. Uh, I can roll stealth if you'd like. 16. Let's see if nobody notices. 
Unia and Damien uh, are arguing the pros uh, for and against each other having the more comfortable bed. Um, Unia argues that because Damien is younger, uh, Damien should sleep on the couch because Unia will get a sore back. And Damien is arguing that he's actually older, technically, so he should sleep on the bed. And Lenore notices, because she rolled a 19, that Siren is sneaking out. So she, Lenore will leave uh, Unia and Damien to figure out who's sleeping where. <laughs> uh, actually, Lenore will go, fine, you both get beds. I'll sleep on the couch. Just stop talking. <laughs> uh, and they'll, you know, they'll both go to the, uh, Damien will sort of have, I get the master bedroom. And he, he sort of stumps off. <laughs> uh, Lenore will follow after Siren, who has made her way probably back out to the main road from where the house is. And she'll just say, you know, you can stay if you want. I was, I didn't mean to make you think that you weren't welcome. And Siren startles a bit and turns around. Oh, you noticed. Lenore sort of, yeah, yeah, I noticed. It's hard to get things past me like that. Look, I can't stay here tonight. It's got nothing to do with you. I just... I... I can't stay in one place too long. It's not safe for me, and it's not safe for you. I'm gonna go back to find Ophelia, and I'm gonna let her know what's going on. I need to make sure that she's safe too. Uh, okay, I get that, but do you really want to go alone? It's, you know, it's dangerous out here. Honestly, I appreciate the offer, but I can, I can get back safely. Um, you make a little bit too much noise. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. Alright, um, well... I'll be making breakfast in the morning, probably. So if you want to come back then, we can regroup. Uh, we'll be heading back to um, Citadel Bolshinik to get the kid. Um, otherwise, they're going to take him to the orphanage. And yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. So don't be a stranger. <laughs> well, that one's kind of my job. And... Uh, Lenore watches as Ophelia hops up onto a rooftop and runs away. Yum! Yum! And with that, after quite an eventful day, yes. you rest. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> out in the world, the fires burn. Oh, gosh. People continue to riot. <gasps> and Corvosa is in a very big state of unrest. Anarchy. Uh, I don't think it's quite anarchy right now. I think it's... Actually, yeah. Uh, in the night, the fires continue to burn, but the guards are able to establish some semblance of law and order. We now go from anarchy to unrest. Hey! 
Congratulations. Wow, wow, what a mess our heroes have found themselves in. Thanks for listening. You may have noticed we cut a huge chunk of the imp fight. If you're really interested in hearing the rest of that utter slog, let us know on Twitter, at to have and to roll. That's T-O have and T-O-R-O-L-L. I realized uh, that I was outlining one homophone and missing another this week. Or on Tumblr. That's to have and to roll dot tumblr dot com, spelled the same way, of course. Or even email to have and to roll at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening. And now, the most important part of the show. A child, a child, shivers in the streets. Let us give him veggies and meats. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a I rolled a critical threat and then and then uh, tend to confirm. Oh no. Oh, right. Speaking of uh yes. hero decks, uh can you give me the hero point totals we got from the heroing <gasps> that we got? last time oh uh, shit did i not share that with you uh, i think you did but i don't remember what they were um because we were sort of just uh oh damn I we sort of just said it aloud is. did i oh hold on um ba -ba -ba -ba. did i not share that with you uh hold on yeah it doesn't doesn't oh it doesn't look Oh, hold on. Let me check the the curse uh, Discord. Uh, Shit. Oh yes. Uh oh. Wait. Uh, Did I not share the totals with you? No. Fuck. It, it says um, uh, of your harrowing results, the appearance of Uni's card, the crows, indicates a special significance. It suggests that in your past, it suggests that your past is shaped by a murder, theft, or other shocking loss. The the sickness is mis misaligned. Representing great health or a chance to stop a plague, pestilence, famine, or disease. Did I write this down somewhere? I think you did. I think everybody has two except for somebody who has three. Uni has three. Uni has three. Or Uni has more than everyone else. I know that much. Um, I don't know. Uh, hold on. Let me stop record for a sec. Okay. We gotta find this. There you go. Uh, after a quick after a quick look through the notes. Um. Based on the harrowing that was performed uh, at Zalara's place, uh, Unia has three harrow points, and everyone else has two. And I, in this uh, book of the adventure path, I can, or this chapter, uh, this book, this, this book, book um, I can use harrow points to re-roll initiative checks, reflex saves, attack rolls modified by dexterity, or dexterity-based checks. Yep. Um, I can also spend hero points to gain a plus one dodge bonus to my armor class. I can spend up to three hero points per encounter this way. Um, I can also spend a hero point to increase my base speed by 10 feet for one encounter. So this is uh, 
had I uh, at these points, I probably would have been able to save Lenore from falling at least one of those times. Oh boy! No, it's okay. It's a funny. It's a funny thing. Well, just she's kind of clumsy, I guess. <laughs> so let me just put a. Let me just have a running hero point total. All right. Um, we'll just put people in alphabetical order. Damien two. Uh, Unia, three. Oh, it also doesn't look like it saved my... Lenore. Stiff. Two. Leah. Two. Great. All right. 